Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey I idolized Dominic Hasek. I played goalie because of Dominic Hasek. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as the team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry. I'll hang up and listen. I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off-limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! And welcome back, everybody, to episode 47, a special episode of Two Goalies, One Mike. I am Dwayne for Cully, who can't be here. But again, fear not, we have a really special episode for you. This is some content that nobody else is getting, just us here at Trainwreck Sports and at Two Goalies, One Mike. We have the trio of goaltenders for the Buffalo Buttes coming from the bubble in Lake Placid, the same exact rink where the Miracle on Ice took place. I have Kelsey Newman, the big sister, the first round draft pick, Mrs. Tough Mustard herself, or Miss Tough, unless she's hitched and we don't know, Miss Tough Mustard herself, Carly Jackson, and the ever so quiet Katie Flagg. Ladies, how are you doing? We're good. It's a good intro. Wow. Okay. That's that. That's <laughs> She's just staring at me. She again, being quiet. I mean, I mean, I'm good. I can't speak for them, but I'm doing great. It was doing great. great. You're doing great. All right. Katie is great. Yeah. Carly is just speechless. I'm, I'm just speechless. <laughs> First round pick is speechless. Okay. Yeah. Someone write that down. <laughs> I know, I know, I, like I said we like to have fun here at two goalies one mic and you know again this is a very special episode i've been the moment kelsey uh in the two goalies one mic chat let us know that we're gonna get all three of you on today uh, i made sure i cut some corners at work to get here to get this done so excited to have you girls on uh you know you know especially with the situation in lake placid the bubble um, it's, it's an, it's kind of like an Olympic style, uh, setup, correct? I think Kelsey, me and you t- spoke about this before. It's kind of like an, almost an Olympics format, the way they're doing things in this bubble in Lake Placid, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So we're playing five or six games, like each team's playing each other once. And then we go right into playoffs starting on Sunday. Okay. Already on Sunday. That's insanity. Mm-hmm. It, and it's wild too, because you guys don't really, I mean, when, before you came into the bubble, like when was the last time you as a team were together on the ice? Uh, I think the set, the way actually Wednesday before we left. Okay. So that one time, was there anything before that? 
Yeah, we we've been having practices and oh, stuff, okay. and I know. So like CJ's Canadian, so she was on the Canadian side. And before the Canadians got all their visas and stuff, we had the Americans practicing in Buffalo, and then the Canadians were practicing up in Canada. So we got to join as a whole team for at least like a month or so, I would say, before the bubble. And I think that's huge too, because you look at the way uh, the things have been going with the NHL, they got like a week and a half of a training camp and then they went right into a season and you could definitely see the rust to start, start everything off, especially here in Buffalo. Like, you know, you have so many new faces, part of the, a, a part of this roster here in Buffalo and, you know, there's not much time to really gel and get any chemistry. Whereas at least you guys had some time together to figure that, figure those like things out. Whereas again, with the NHL, it just wasn't existent really. Again, what's it like, you know, what are the protocols like in this bubble? Like, you know, I, I, everyone hears the word bubble, but in reality, you're just kind of secluded to certain areas of this hotel and rink, correct? Yeah, for the most part. For the most part. <laughs> I, I'm just, I, I love it that, you know, this, there's two other people in this interview right now and they're just staring at me like awkwardly. This is an awkward, this is- Are you nervous? Awkward. I'm not nervous, <laughs> no. I think I think I, I I think I'm getting you know Betty Big Wheel here by Katie and Carly. This is insane. <laughs> like this, like I'm too, too good for this. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I guess I'll just talk to Kelsey today. She's the older sister. The older sister. All right. She's just looking out for us. All right. Well, the, you guys back. You're you know, my little rookies. You're the little rookies. Okay. Well, you know, you guys got the season started off um, with both Connecticut and the Boston Pride. Um, you guys dropped your first two games. First game was very close. Carly, you played absolutely out of your mind. I watched that game start to finish. A superb performance. Your first career professional game. Congratulations. I thought personally you took home first star honors, even though, even though you guys took the loss. What was that like for you, you know, making your debut Again, in such a unique situation, no fans, you know, not a whole, not really a, you know, a legitimate training camp to get ready. You know, again, she, as, as Kelsey mentioned, you were more or less on the Canadian side getting ready. Then you come over here to, uh, to the States, come straight to Lake Placid. You get like one practice in, and now you're here with this new team just drafted, tons of pressure, first round pick. What was it? Number three overall? Yeah, number three overall. Jesus Christ, three overall. All the pressure's on her, and she comes out and puts up an absolute wall on the net for the Buttes. You know, what was that like for you uh, coming into your first ever professional game? Honestly, it was it was electric out there. Like, it was so fun. I kind of wish that we could have just kept going into OT. Um, didn't really want to see the game end unless we were winning. So <laughs> um, it was tough losing. Just It sucks, but I just had so much fun competing out there. I love getting tons of shots. It's it's fun getting a rhythm, especially early on in the season, to be able to see a game like that where you just get a ton of rubber so that you can get used to used to what it's like and you kind of just it, it breaks everything out of out of the out of the cage. So it was really fun. I wish we won, but there's more hockey left to play and more opportunity to, to show people what we got. Absolutely. And, you know, um, everyone wants to win their first, you know, especially if, as a goaltender, you want to win your first game. But I think I think you really turned a lot of heads. You really lived up to the hype. Um, you know, I, I know I keep on calling. We got the first round pick on the show, but it's true. There's a lot of pressure that comes with being a first round pick. You know, it, it, you know, it's not just like cliche, like a cliche saying like a lot of the pressure it is on you to perform at a high level. And I thought you did that. You know, um, it was what not my first uh NWHL game that I've watched. I've actually attended a few, but 
you know, it was re a really cool setup, especially with the Twitch stream. And they, they were pumping your tires a lot during that broadcast. Um, and I agree when you, as a goaltender, you do want to get a lot of rubber, especially in your first, in your first ever game. I'm not the type of guy that likes to sit back on his heels and wait for the play to come to me. I like to be involved. Even, even if it's a slow game, I'll try and get involved playing the puck back when I did, when I did play, when I was in a rusty skate. And but I couldn't agree with you more. You know, you want to get that rhythm going. You want to get that confidence. You want to build that swagger again, even more so in your first game. And the other goalie, in my opinion, I was actually texting with Kelsey during all this, like we weren't getting a ton of rubber on her. And, you know, that's where for me, it's like, that's when I play at my worst. I, 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 I am not good. I hate, I hate games. And it, you know, we won't hear many goalies say this. I hate games where you're only getting like 14, 15 shots because those are the games we're all let for. Yeah. They, they stink. It's so, it's so hard to stay mentally into games like that when, you know, you're tight and you're seeing the other goalie just getting pounded with rubber and tons of shots and you're down there and you get a breakaway and you know, you got to show up, but um, it was a fun kind of goalie battle. And it was nice that we had some, we had some really good opportunities at the end. Um, I hope it was really exciting for fans to watch, um, but it was just a total blast to be out there. Oh, I believe, yeah, I can't, I honestly, I can't relate because as far as I got, it was junior college. Um, you know, I never got anything anywhere close to the level you girls are playing at right now. It's, it's just a dream. And when, before you were drafted, obviously in uh, this, this past year's draft, you, you went to the university of Maine for five seasons. Uh, yeah, I registered in my first year and then I competed for four years of eligibility. And you put up, you put up some insane numbers. I mean, these are like, honest to God, these are Dominic Hasek numbers I'm seeing back here. You know, Dom in, in his, in his days when Buffalo, like there weren't many goalies who could hold down a low two goals against average or even below two uh, on two different occasions, once with 35 games played and the other 32 games played. You held down a 1.95 and a 1.90 goals against. Those are some insane numbers. You know, now looking back at your time with the University of Maine, um, you know, what from all that experience and the success you had there, what in Maine kind of helped prepare you for, you know, being thrown into the professionals this early as a first round pick? Yeah. I mean, Maine, the biggest thing is they helped me build good habits. Um, before I went to Maine, like I always consider myself someone who worked hard and I tried to be like a sponge and soak everything in. Uh, but they gave me direction and um, some structure, right? So being able to be there and I was very fortunate. I had coaches, uh, Ricky Reichenbach and Sarah and Trey, who just fully believed in me my whole career. So they really just helped me build my confidence, helped me kind of get, build my own swag, build my own routines and, uh, you know, just develop who I am as a person and also as a goaltender. So that um, by the time my senior year came, you know, it was my fifth year and I knew exactly what I was meant to, to do there. And, and uh, I knew what I was doing every day when I showed up to the rink and um, they really helped me develop that, but also helped me carry that into the pros now. So I'm very, very grateful. Um, but it's just, it's so much fun to take everything I learned and bring it to Buffalo. Yeah. And, you know, obviously the drafting process is probably a lot different than it is in the NHL. Whereas in with the NWHL, you have six teams right now. I hope they do expand on that. And you do see more professional women's hockey throughout the country and in Canada. But with that being said, you know, what was the drafting process like? You know, were the Buffalo Buttes right off the gun, like interested in you? Were they like, yeah, we don't have zero faith in this girl, Kelsey, we have back here in Buffalo. Just wow. kidding. I'm just kidding. That was just a joke. Ouch. That was just a Kelsey. A little burn, but just a joke. Just, 
Just going to say, we had four goalies last year. <laughs> Just a joke. You know, they, brought her, they, they brought her back for a reason. Out of four goalies <laughs> they did have last year, they, the one they did bring back is Kelsey Newman. Um, but, you know, what was the draft process like? You know, did, did, was Buffalo interested in you immediately? Did they make it known to you? Or, you know, were there other, obviously other teams interested? Obviously, your numbers speak for themselves. I have to imagine Buffalo was not the only team out of the six that was interested in you. Yeah, I spoke to a, a couple other teams uh, before the draft, but I Buffalo had approached me first, and I had kind of actually had my eye on Buffalo for a little while. Um, I've always kind of followed the league, but I liked Buffalo for some reason. I felt kind of drawn to this area. Um, the weirdness of the goalies. It's, it was probably it's the goalies, man. <laughs> um, so I, I felt pretty drawn to Buffalo. So once I started talking to the GM and and uh, just kind of understanding what the program was like, what the team was like, I it was pretty pretty easy from the get go to make that decision. And um, there's a lot of great teams in the league, but I'm I'm very happy to be in Buffalo. And um, the draft day itself, I was very fortunate. I got to spend it with my family, so I was sitting around the table uh, with my people, and we just got to see the draft kind of come up. And um, and then when Pat Lafontaine announced the draft pick, I mean, right, it Patty. was. It was unreal. I mean, that guy's a legend. He's a total beauty. You can't say enough good things about him. He was so fun to watch. Um, my dad was just going off about how um, how cool it was, and we watched some clips. It was just – it was totally amazing, and um, I was very fortunate just to be a part of it, but it was, it was a really special moment for myself and my family. Well, you know, again, with Patty, too, he was the type of player, especially – I grew up watching Patty. Um, I was actually at – the game where he, uh, I think it was the last concussion he had with Buffalo was against Pittsburgh. He came across the blue line and I forget who it was, got his elbow up on him. It was a really, again, I have, I have three of his jerseys in my closet right now. Um, he was the very, one of the very first players I ever followed as a kid, as a Sabres fan. Um, you can't find a better, not just hockey player, but a human being. The guy mm -hmm. is an unbelievable person. I remember when he was doing his book signing for his book, Companions and Courage at a local mall here in Buffalo. Um, my dad told him a story about a cousin of mine who was struggling with, was, fighting cancer and pat actually asked him asked to talk on the phone with him just a complete stranger like he's like hey can i talk to him and luckily this is back when before you know smartphones use your flip you know, that's just the beginning of flip phones i think i was 12 years old and 33 now calls my cousin as he's laying in bed after a chemo treatment and just talks to my cousin for 15 minutes it's you know that's the type wow. of guy he was he cared about people and he cared he, he he saw himself he was bigger he knew his responsibilities as an athlete to to the people that you know that, that, that saw him as a role model. That's what Pat was to me. You know, he was more of a role model than he was a Buffalo Sabre. He was a great human being. And I think people should model themselves to be more like him, you know, no matter what sport you play, you know, because professional athletes, you do carry a huge burden, a huge responsibility because you do have to carry yourselves differently than everybody else because people do look up to you. You know, Kelsey sends me pictures all the time of all her students. You know, they all look up to her. They all wear her jerseys or shirts. Those all kids, they all look up to her. So she has to carry herself in a certain way to make sure that she's setting a great example to show them that anything is possible in life if you work hard and you try hard and you care about people. Mm -hmm. So you know, now, uh, obviously we touched on that. Um, we'll get right over to Katie flag. Um, the silent one over yeah, there. Flag, flag. The flag, flag. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. You're a uh, 98 birth year, 22 years old, uh, played at Austin prep before you went over for the university of new England for two years, and then went to UMass in Boston for, th for, for another two years. Looking at your numbers here, outstanding university of new England, you know, 
three different times, twice, uh, once with New University of New England and twice with the University of Boston. He posted numbers below a two goals, two goals against, which is outstanding. Outstanding. Get it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, flag. Yeah, you got to <laughs> love it. Um, you know, what's the experience been like with you, your first year pro? Um, obviously, again, you weren't drafted. You signed as a, I'm, I'm assuming, like undrafted free agent. Um, what's the experience been like for you? Uh, you know, how did, you know, was Buffalo the only team that approached you? And if, if, if they weren't the only team, what made Buffalo special? Um, no, I mean, I reached out to obviously all the teams, um, not being drafted. I kind of was looking for any opportunity to play, um, kind of hop onto a team and kind of prove myself, um, you know, get a spot somewhere. Um, so I was looking at a couple other teams, maybe just, um, as a practice player, obviously I'm from the Boston area. So that was an option there. Um, but I was going to look at a couple other teams, maybe go to a few tryouts. Um, then obviously I got in contact with Buffalo and they were open to taking me on, uh, which was awesome to hear. You know, I kind of uprooted and moved to Buffalo, got a job up there. Um, I don't regret any of it. It's been awesome so far. And obviously having these guys here um, being part of them is awesome. Um, honestly, couldn't ask for two better people to work with every day. So I think it's been amazing so far. So learning a lot from Kelsey, especially. Big sister, big sister, Kelsey. Because if I call, if I call her something else, you know, I'll be, you know, I'll be. Not the the son. Big sister. (laughs) Yeah, but but again, your numbers speak for yourselves. You definitely deserve to be here. You know, it's important to have goalie partners that are you know supportive and there for you. Is that the way it is for you three? Um, You know, I've never had three goalie partners all on the show with us at once. Um, you know, is it, do you guys all support each other? Cause there always is, that oh, there's always this inner competitiveness <laughs> where, you know, you're not sitting on the bench, like looking at her. It's like, Oh shit. Just let a few in, just let a few in. <laughs> <laughs> like, get me in there. Get me in there. Like Katie, you're not bad mouthing Carly from the bench. Like kind of giving a fist bump. If she lets one in from below the goal line. Are you? No, ask Kelsey. She's I, the- I can vouch. I have not seen her fist pump or no fist bump. when CJ has been scored on. Cause I'm standing right next to CJ. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Or I'm standing next to Katie when CJ's in the net. So no, I don't see the best bump yet. I love it. I love it. Because, again, there is that inner competitiveness because we're all competitors. We want to play. And there, only one of you can be in the net at a time, you know. So, and is there, you know, what has the structure been as far as a goalie rotation goes? You know, Carly, have you been kind of given the, given the keys of this car and said, you know, it's your, it's your net to lose? Yeah, I mean, so far um, – you know, like I've had the first two starts uh, for our season, but I mean, I can't say enough good things about these two. Like they make it so easy. I mean, like you kind of mentioned earlier, just it's so tough when you have someone on the bench who's, or in general, just kind of staring at you, waiting for you to, you know, mess one up or, you know, let one for the <laughs> like, you know, things like that and kind of cheering against you. So that, that makes things tough. Um, but these guys are just, they're absolute all-stars. I mean, I can't say enough good things. They make it so, so easy um, to, to do what I have to do. And they're just so supportive and they're always, you know, we're always communicating and asking questions, say, Hey, what do you think about this? Or, um, do you need this or can we work on this? And, and it's been just amazing. It's been so refreshing and just pleasant to work with too. I think we're an amazing team and just makes this experience as a pro, um, that much more enjoyable. And it's, and it speaks to the professionalism of these two and this team. Very well spoken. And, you know, Again, with with such a shortened season too, obviously, you know, everybody would get their chance in the net to prove themselves. Not so much right now, you know, you kind of have to choose, uh, you know, choose your horse and go with it. And, 
you know, they've chosen you. And again, like you said, your numbers speak for yourselves. Uh, Katie's numbers speak for themselves. Kelsey's, you know, history at the Buttes, that speaks for themselves, speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're all, you're all, you know, you're not, you're all good enough to be there, but you know, that's a lot of pressure as again, especially big first round pick third overall being given the keys to this whole, given the keys to this, uh, we're going to call it a Ferrari. We'll call it, we'll call the beauty. You're a Ferrari. You're a Ferrari, you know, going into this tournament and then going straight into the playoffs, like Kelsey mentioned earlier this coming Sunday. So Katie, you know, how do you prepare yourself? Obviously sitting from the back, sitting from the bench in this unique situation, a six game seat, or is it a six game season? You said six games. Five. five. Well, it's five games. I'm sorry. Yeah, six teams, five play each other once. Okay. Um, so, you know, what is that like for you? And because you, your number can called at any point, and um, you know, whether God forbid an injury or Carly is having a rough a rough start out there, you know, how are you mentally preparing yourself? Because you know, this each game is extremely important. There's no room for error. You know, in with the way this, I guess, it's like a Olympic format. This whole setup. There's no room for error, especially when you're a goalie. I always say goaltending and a pitcher are two of the most high pressure positions in all of sports because you can win and lose the game all because of us. Same thing with a pitcher. A goalie can give up five goals in a period and it's an impossible, damn near impossible hill of the client get, get yourself out of. And a pitcher can give up eight runs in an inning. And, you know, regardless of how many innings there are in, a, in, a, in baseball, that's an extremely, you know, tough hole to get yourself out of. So that, that, that's the comparison I like to use is when it comes to two positions in sports, you know, the game and could be won or lost just by, you know, us and us and pitchers. And that's just a ton of pressure, even more so with such a shortened season. So Katie, like, how do you prepare yourself from the bench and in practice? Like what's your routine, you know, mentally, you know, physically, what are you doing to make sure that if the, if your, if your name is called that you're ready to go? Yeah, um, pregame, I basically go through the same routine if I'm on the bench or if I'm starting, um, just to kind of obviously get your mind going, stay in that exact routine. Um, just in case, you know, I am called on, I am ready. I'm not kind of caught off guard, like, oh, wait, I was not prepared for this. Um, obviously, going to sit there and support CJ. Obviously, don't want wish bad things upon her, but just in case, you know, there is. I know you're fist. She's fist pumping. I'm telling you, Kelsey. <laughs> she's, she's not. I promise you. I promise you. I bring the energy on that bench. She does. She, she does. does bring She's the energy electric. on the bench, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, but no, prepare the same way. Um, obviously, practice. Go hard every practice. Um, I think we have, like, a nice three-way rotation going in there. So uh, we kind of play it. Obviously, CJ, obviously, is a starter. So what shots she wants, she gets. Um, if we need to, obviously, switch that around, we kind of play that around her because, obviously, she is the one playing. So need her to see those shots and be prepared. Um, but – I think we have a pretty good rotation, kind of figuring it out, uh, what everybody needs. And I think it's a pretty good system we got going. So Practice is so <laughs> important right now, too, especially with, again, with the situation. Like, you have to be, you know, have you, honestly, you practice, you play the way you practice, and that can even be more true right now. If, if you're having an off practice and then you have a game that, you know, that next morning or, you know, it, it just feels, it almost feels like a peewee, like almost like a peewee tournament, a travel tournament where like you're, you're obviously, like you mentioned before, after this, you're going to go watch the game, the, the game that's going on tonight. Like, where do you get that? You know, you don't get, that's like travel hockey. That's peewee hockey. Like that's insane, insane to me. We're getting to relive our childhoods. It's great. Yeah, exactly. At the, at the, awesome. Without our parents here. So like, 
we want to stay up late. We don't have our parents telling us no. <laughs> Any mini sticks in the hallways? Yeah. Uh, we don't have the mini sticks in the hallways, but apparently we were told that there's mini sticks at the rink for us. So there, that might be a thing after we get those. Oh my God. So, I mini sticks. Like playing with my brother in my house, we used to use the doorway as a net and we used to have an imaginary crossfire. And there used to be so many fist fights in our living room about uh, over one-on-one mini sticks. I'm not even kidding you. You used to get think, aggressive. You used to get aggressive. I think it'll be more like passing a ball between rooms, but no, they have a whole <laughs> passing machine there too. I saw it. Like the little oh, Hello? I need to go work on that. <laughs> go work on my you know, what are the protocols that you guys have to follow now um, with uh, obviously with COVID and being in this bubble? Like, you know, are, are you allowed to be together? Obviously, you're going to the game together at the rink. But are you, I mean, obviously, you just saw the Washington Capitals get served a $100,000 fine and see four of their you know key players, including Alexander Ovechkin and their goalie, Ilya Samsonov, suspended for four games. Those all the Russians. Yeah, all those, all those Russians. <laughs> Uh, Orloff and what was it? Kuznetsov, a bunch of off. Yeah. Um, but you know, you say you didn't get suspended for four games. And again, in a, a short and condensed season, those four games are, that's a big deal to be missing four of your key players. Have you guys, you know, been handed down any strict rules here in the bubble, like what you can and can't do, you know, where you I can mean, go, where you can't go. So like, we're allowed to, as long as like we're wearing our masks and everything, like, we can walk to the rink from the hotel if we want to. We're fortunate that we're one of the teams that's at a hotel that's pretty close to the rink. So it's not a terrible walk. Um, as far as going into rooms and stuff, that's a no. Um, and go. I mean, we, we pretty much have like the same protocol as far as I know that they're going through. How about, uh, what, what has it been like um, so far? How long have you guys been there now? You've been about three, about we three got days. here last Thursday last Thursday, like it's been more than more than just a couple of days so you know what has it been like you know if you guys come together more as a family more as a team just kind of being enclosed together you know obviously normally you would just leave the rink go home and come back you know practice now you're just kind of you're forced to hang out with each other you know you're for you're you know are you getting on each other's nerves or you know are you guys finding out oh. new things about each other that you didn't know we're definitely learning new things about our teammates that we didn't know uh our team when we do uh because we also have a shuttle that goes to the rink. So when we're on the shuttle, we uh, play a game called Hot Seat. And one of the players gets put in the hot seat and they have to give some information. And then anyone on the team can pretty much ask anything they want. So we're definitely learning some things about each other that we never thought we would. But I don't think we're getting sick of each other. I mean, the two of them can speak for themselves. I just feel like as a team, we've definitely come closer as a family and supporting each other and everything. Okay, okay. And now, um, I, I, I guess I've never been in this situation. Like I've been in tournaments before and hotels, but like you're there with your parents, you're kind of up on your own being kids and stuff like that. You, you guys are kids to me. Well, except for Kelsey, you know, she's the, uh, big sister, um, you know, Carly and Katie, you guys are still kids. You know, you know, I feel, I, I, I get home from work every day. I feel, I, I feel, it feels like my back is killing me. It feels like I'm 50 years old. I would kill for you guys backs. Not going to, not going to lie. Like I would kill 22 years old again. Um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, the atmosphere and the culture is so much different. You know, what are you guys doing outside of obviously practice and having zoom calls and doing podcasts with washed up men's league goalies? Um, you know, what are you guys doing as, a, as you know, between, between practices and games just to have fun and keep your mind 
occupied and, and focused on the task at hand, which is, you know, winning an Isabel Cup? Yeah, um, well, personally, uh, I've been playing a lot of video games and sleeping. Um, we did get a dub yesterday, so that was pretty dope um, <laughs> on Fortnite, if anyone's wondering. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I've just been playing video play games. Fortnite. It's, it's pretty good. I used to be very like anti Fortnite. I thought it was for little kids, but it's very, very fun. Um, well, the Toronto Fortnite. Maple Leafs love Fortnite. It's fun. It's really fun, man. Give it a shot. Give it a genuine shot. And it's, it's very addicting, but anyway, it's awesome. <laughs> so we did get the dub and uh, yeah, it's just nice to hang out with your friends. Right. I think that's one of the best things you can, you can do, especially, you know, this weekend was a little bit tougher for us, but be able to hang out um even if it's online through meetings and you know we see each other in the meal room and we're on the the shuttle and we're at the rink like i think that's kind of when you unwind in a lot of ways because you're with all the same people that are going through very similar things as you so being able to relax and have fun and laugh with them it really decompresses any of the pressure and it just makes it so much more fun to be here okay how about you katie you got a, you got a, you got a good of a elaborate answer as uh, cj over there uh, well, I mean, I have been playing a, little, a few video games, not Fortnite. I'm not too, not too good at that. I've been playing a little Warzone. Um, but no, I think so cool. same thing, you know, it's been awesome to get to know everybody a little bit more than we would. Obviously we haven't been together for quite a while just because of COVID and everything and not being able to cross the border and whatnot. But I mean, we've been able to do things that you wouldn't normally do if we weren't in a bubble. I mean, we were all out on the balcony yesterday, just in our bathrobe, just hanging out, you know, playing some music, social distance, of course. But um, no, just stuff like that that you would never really get to do. And just having fun moments like that, which obviously you're going to have memories of that, which is great. Um, so I think just moments like that that you're going to remember for a while. And obviously you're going to remember the people you've been with and the experiences. So it's been awesome so far. I got to ask Katie, how many more Pop-Tarts do you have left? Five, six. I was a big Pop-Tart The best Pop-Tart they ever, that was ever existed, uh, you know, they no longer make it, was Apple Strudel. Apple Strudel. <laughs> Katie's over there, Blueberry. No way. What are you, what are you, what are you, she actually no you say that way but she actually made a comment to our assistant coach the other day at lunch or dinner or whatever and our coach i guess looked at her like her food like in the takeout box and she was like what i eat like a five-year-old it's fine i'm i'm really like picky it's weird your mom did but your she, mom still pack your lunch for you jesus Christ. pretty much if she was here yeah she was blueberry Blueberry is she your was gifted flavor? a 16 pack of blueberry pop tarts. So I, I do a daily check in with her to make sure that she hasn't eaten them all in one sitting. She's so good. How about, how about, how about you, mom? What's your answer? Shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I'll add it out. I'll add it out. What are you doing to pass the time here in the bubble? Yeah, what, what are you doing to pass the time? Well, Unlike them, I uh, apparently did not pack my gaming system. <laughs> Instead, I packed papers to grade. So I've been spending time getting uh, getting caught up on my grading for my third graders. And I check I try to check in with them once a day during the week and join them on like Zoom or Google Meet, whatever we're using that day. And then FaceTime, a lot of FaceTiming with either family, the boyfriend, friends on other teams, my own teammates, just and getting to sleep more 
it's nice. You know, I finally get to never. eat at regular times because as a teacher, you just never know when you're going to eat. So now I just don't know what to do when I'm like presented food and I can eat it when it's warm. Is there a lights out for like a team like mandated no. guys got to be in we're bed by this time? We might eat like five year olds, but we're not five. So no. I mean, speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm bad, honest to God, I, I, I never voluntarily fall fall asleep at a certain time. I always like accidentally fall asleep on my couch. I'm usually passed out by 930. I, like I said, I have lived the life of like a 50 year old man. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> terrible. No, I, I think played, well, I haven't played a video game in like 15 years. Well, I think it's also hard because we've had the last our two games have been the late night game, like or the late game, I guess. So getting back from the rink, it's closer to like 1030 ish and we have to unwind and our bodies have to kind of get back into like that mode of, OK, we're not on the ice. We're like there's not a big adrenaline rush anymore. So it takes us a little longer to unwind, I would say. Yeah, I mean, again, any, any way to pass the time, like I said, I'm a big advocate of napping. I love napping and it's, yeah. it's, it's my favorite, yeah. favorite, favorite thing to do. Um, CJ took a fat nap yesterday. She said, yes, I did. <laughs> just like a long nap is a fat nap. is just like a, a fat nap. Yeah. Yeah. He's out of the loop. He doesn't know the yeah, lingo. Fat nap is. I have no idea. You know, uh, CJ, CJ, tough mustard. She's a, She's an odd cookie to me. I'm not going to lie. You know, she thinks she's all tough and stuff, but she laughs at the walrus gift I sent on her. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> was that your first time seeing that? Yeah. You've, You've never seen, seen that commercial? commercial? Oh, no. I, Walter the, first the time walrus the gift, or whatever it is. But I haven't oh. seen the commercial in like years. Okay. They're, throwing, they're throwing him fish from the bench to keep him. <laughs> oh, that's. <laughs> all right. So. Uh, with all that being said, uh, we're going to wrap things up here, but I definitely want to uh, do the very inaugural segment called Tell Me About Your Tendy. Um, I told you girls already, you can ask me, each, you can each ask me two questions. I will be brutally honest with you, no matter how you know professional or embarrassing it is, but I'm going to start it off with Kelsey. Here's a question that you have to tell me about your two goalie partners. Oh, um, boy. Which one of them is most likely to create a twi- uh, a, a Twitter burner account to talk talk shit about the rest the rest of the league? <laughs> Pull a Tony D'Angelo. Which one? Or Honestly, defend themselves or defend themselves on Twitter as Tony D'Angelo has been doing. I was gonna say honestly, I don't think that either of them would really create an account to like talk bad about anybody because. There are two of like the chillest goalie partners I think oh, I've ever on. had. There's gotta be, there's, you know, you guys are no, like honestly, get out honestly, of here. Like, no, 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 like, no. Like it's no, a joke. No, like no, it's Kelsey. been a joke that like I'm the big sister or whatever, but it's legit. Like the three of us, like I've had so much fun with the two of them, and like yeah, I'm older and everything, but getting to like kind of be a little bit of like a mentor and, and a big sister to them has been a great time, and they're two fantastic people. So it's really hard to like say which one. But CJ was just pointing at herself, so I'm going to go with CJ. <laughs> I just – I love the internet, man. The internet's free, and there's a lot of great content out there. Do you live, do you live rent-free in anybody's head specifically, or do you do – you, do you, like, who's the best chirper? Most likely she does. Who, who's the best – who's the biggest chirper? Who chirps the most? Is that a question for me or a question all, for All me? three of you. Like, like out of the three of us who chirps the most? Who's the biggest most? chirper? Who chirps the most? 
I mean, we, I don't think we've ever chirped each other, but like we definitely chirp our teammates. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I would say I chirp in practice the most. Yeah. I think we all kind of chirp. I was a teammates. big chirper. I used I to love, like, I used to love talking shit. Yeah. I feel like nobody can ever hear me speak. Cause I, yeah, I, they don't, very... they definitely don't hear us. Like we'll hear <laughs> each other and we'll laugh, but like no one else hears our oh, chirps. Oh. So the other well in the Connecticut game the other day someone tried to chirp me they they came up to me after I don't know I made a save or something and and they go did you even know what that is <laughs> I said I don't know maybe when <laughs> <laughs> they asked you do you even do you even know what that is no where that is where that is like, do you even know where the puck is like I don't know maybe <laughs> Actually, not the nut. That's all that matters, right? That's what you just said. Not the nut, dudes, or not the nut. Whatever. It's like so. You know, you know, buzz off. Um, Half the time, I'm like, "What did you just say to me? <laughs> what? I can't hear you. Come back." <laughs> all right. Here's a question for CJ. Which out of your, uh, not even just your goalie counterpoint parts, but your, your maybe even your team, who is the grossest, most untidy teammate that you have? <laughs> And you can be either of them too, or anybody on, on, on the buttes. What kind of gross? I will, ta- I will tag but if it's not if it's not either of these two. I will tag them in in this episode. That's fantastic. What kind of gross are we talking? Are we talking gross uncamped, like uncamped, You know. Oh, you might want to talk about the other kind of gross. Forget, forget <laughs> the, be easier. Forget, forget the flush the toilet. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, leaves their food around. You know, just just a dirt, not a, a, a dirt ball. Just who's the biggest dirt ball on the team? Dude, Not dirtball. That's a mean word. Dirtball is a mean word. Who, I don't, is, who is who is the who is the grossest? Who farts? Who's the one that farts? Like you know who is? Oh, it? that's okay. It honestly, it's probably me. <laughs> <laughs> I fart all the time. <laughs> like no shame. It's it's probably me. <laughs> oh my god. How about you, Katie? Who is it for you? Oh, CJ. It is CJ. Yeah. We're gonna go with CJ. We're all gonna go CJ. CJ, she farts. She leaves the toilet seat up. She, you know, you know, she's she's the phantom pooper. She doesn't flush the toilet. I used I used to do that. I used to go in people's bathrooms and just like you know when they weren't home. I not not strangers but friends. I was I go in there and you know I I I take a dump and I just walk, leave the house just leave it in there. So Dwayne's never invited to any of our houses. <laughs> it is whatever. I got it from my cousin. Um. Okay. This one is for Katie. Would you rather outrun a bear or try to outswim a shark? (laughs) (laughs) Probably the bear. I don't know. I'm not much of a runner, though. Like, I don't have any school. You got to run zigzag. Goalie problems. Yeah, but like, yeah, because definitely. You must do sea cuts. You just got a sea cut. I don't do the ocean. I don't like the ocean. You don't like the ocean? The bear, for sure. The bear. You're trying to outrun a bear. Oh, okay. You know, that was that was that was directly from Joe Cons, the cons from our two goalies, one Mike Chat. He wanted to know uh, how about you, CJ? Are you are you outrunning a bear or are you trying to outswim a shark? Well, um, considering I can barely swim, I might <laughs> I might go for the bear, but I can also barely run. Um, so I think the shark might be faster <laughs> in terms of like ending it. You know, at, least, <laughs> at least if I get like a shark, it's just going to eat me and I'll be done. But I feel it's like a bear. Kind of sound, it kind of sounds like to me that you're toast no matter what. Yeah. So I think the shark would be quicker. 
So, so she would go with the shark just because she wants her life to end quicker rather than slower. Yeah, because they're both better than a slow duck. All right, I got you. I, I got you, Kelsey. <laughs> what's your answer? Are you are you are out trying to outrun a bear or are you trying to outswim a shark? Well, if you haven't noticed, there's the, a theme that the goalies cannot run. So, <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with outswim the shark. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Cons will be happy with those answers. Okay. Um, questions for all three of you. What movies? What what? What, what's your go-to movie, no matter what, no matter how many times you've seen it, on the road, uh, non-hockey movie? What is your go-to movie? The Greatest Showman. That's a great flick. Fantastic great. movie. Great flick. Excellent. Excellent. Do you know all the dances? Can you do one right now, please? You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey. In the locker room in the morning at practice. <laughs> I've seen what you, I've already seen what you girls do in the locker room. We're not going to talk about it. Oh no. <laughs> we sing. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, Kelsey, the Wiley veteran, you know, what, what's your go-to trips um, out of all of them? Probably either bridesmaids or she's the man or pitch perfect. Like those are I'm my top three. Only, I've only seen pitch perfect. I have not seen bridesmaids or uh, you need to get on our level. I'm not, so I guess I'm not on your level. <laughs> Katie Flag, Flag with some swag. What is your go-to movie on the road? Non-hockey. Non-hockey, The Proposal. Yeah, that's a good movie. movie. That's a good movie. I like I like Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds and Logan Paul together. That was a good movie. The, 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 scene, the scene where they walk in on each other naked. <laughs> that was phenomenal. No, oh, my favorite. Absolutely phenomenal. Oh. When they're in the woods dancing around, the grandma's dancing around the fight. Yes. Patty White. Oh, oh my God. God. Legend. She's a legend. She's, her She's a legend. Um, absolutely. I can't. I like so, somebody always like whenever whenever her name is trending on Twitter, I always get a little nervous because she's the national treasure. We can't. Do. But um, how about this? These are fun. Can we do more? Absolutely. <laughs> Movies that will guarantee make you cry. Oh. I'll go first. I think the striped pajamas. What'd you say? Oh, the striped pajamas. I've That's never seen one. it. That's a good one. Did you read the book, Dwayne? Thirty-three. <laughs> it's not that old. Thirty-three. Like I, I don't know. It's not that new, I should say. Oh, uh, I don't remember the last time I cried at a movie. Probably anything like with a military, like a military theme to it, especially like ones with like military coming home and stuff. Those definitely, with my brother being in the military, are definitely ones to get me a little teary. Facebook videos. Facebook oh. Facebook videos definitely get tough, me. Tough mustard. Tough mustard. You're up. Um, you know the movie I Am Legend. Yep. Oh, oh the, the dog. Don't Spo- yeah. Dog. Spoiler alert. You know when the dog dies. That's yeah, the dog. Well, if you haven't seen I Am Legend yet, I mean I don't know what world you're living on. I yeah, hundred percent. I thought. Yeah. We were <laughs> Katie, I haven't. Yeah, like. That, that for sure. I'm a big dog guy. My dog actually has been outside since the start of this. He's, he's a, I, I, I know Siberian Husky he loves the snow. So he's living his, living his dream out there. It's like, we're actually, we're actually getting shit on with snow right now. So, um, okay. Um, which one of you, all right, Kelsey, we'll start with you. Which right. one of your teammates is most likely to be the hockey mom who fights uh, a parent on the other team over something that happened in the game? Oh, well, that's a good question. Who's showing up drunk and who's throwing fists? <laughs> I mean, that might be two different people on our 
<laughs> who's showing up drunk and who's throwing fists? I want to know. Oh, I'm thinking. I would say Jerron. She would be the one to show up drunk and throw fists. Jordan Jerron. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could see that. <laughs> How about you, CJ? Which uh, who on the team is most likely to show up and just fight? You know, just you know, go over the top. Something happens in the game. It's a peewee. It's a peewee peewee hockey game. She's flipping out, flipping people off, ready to throw down. Who is it? Um, I got two choices here. I'm gonna go with either you, Kels, or uh, the great protector, Allison Mattel. Well, I could see Mattel. I yeah, could see it. She protects her people, and yeah, I I would not want to be on the other side of that. <laughs> PJ, I'm not gonna lie to you though. Like, I don't really drink that much, so like, I'll throw fists, but I don't. Yeah, have but to you're you're feisty, it. so. <laughs> yeah, I was like... just saying. I don't have to do it. <laughs> she doesn't come off feisty in our group chat. She just seems she seems like she's very. That's because I'm too busy teaching when you guys are texting that's all the time. That's true. You know, we don't have a life, so. Uh, <laughs> All right, Katie, which one of your teammates? Somebody says something about your kid. You're, you're, you know, you're, you're banging on the glass. You know, you know, who is it? Well, if they're saying something about my kid, I'm going to send um, Yvetta over there. Oh, <laughs> yes. that's a good choice. <laughs> that's a good choice. I love okay. it. I love it. Um, I know these are like, you know, kind of dorky, lame questions, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta cut me some. Oh, these are fun. We've done these are awesome. These are awesome. Okay. All right. Which one of you has the weirdest routine, whether it's a, a pregame routine, postgame routine, which one, when you look at it, it's like, you know, like, I know we're weird, but you're just kind of giving us a bad name. That's interesting because they haven't been able to see mine because they're the dressers. So they don't know my pregame routine. So they can't throw me under the bus there. Or not, not even just go, not even just the goalie. Like who on your team? I just like, oh. a weird, like a weird routine. Um, and you, like take us through your routines too. You know, yeah, I'm trying to think. It's hard because everyone kind of does their own thing right now, so it's hard to see what everyone's what doing. Everyone does. Well, and our locker rooms are like separate now. Yeah, you guys all got to dress in separate rooms. No, like, like yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of, it's a weird, it's different. It's different. It, it is different, you know, and obviously you don't get really to see some of those things, uh, you know, about when it comes to your teammates. Um, Our teammates now, probably think that all three of us have the weirdest routines. Let's oh, yeah, and they, where do you guys think they came from, too? Like, the whole stereotype, goalies are weird. I mean, obviously, we're willing to stand in front of a vulcanized piece of rubber getting shot at us 90 miles an hour. But, you know, what, what do you think really put that whole stereotype over the top? Like, what, why do people think we're weird? Just don't think they take the time to get to know us. Maybe they're the weird ones. They're the Fat weird ones? We're normal. Valid. I think I think we're pretty weird, but I think we're fun. I think we're interesting. You know, we're we're pretty. I electric. think they're just jealous. Have you? Or here's a good one. Have any of you ever just not taken your pregame poop in time and had to go full equipment? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> CJ definitely has. <laughs> Probably like when I was younger. Yeah. Maybe. I I remember, I remember one time in Pee Wee's, I had the bubble guts and it was in the middle of a game. And I told my coach like, yo, I'm not going to make it. Like, I'm not going to make it. Like, 
I remember whistle, cover the puck. I got right off the ice. I was like, put the other back up in. I'll be back in 15 minutes. Literally, literally, literally pounded the porcelain for about 15 minutes. And I don't think I ever got back in the game at all. And my dad actually, my dad actually flipped out on one of the coaches because I told him like, I think I should come off the ice. He's like, no, we need you in there. Like, no, I'm like, serious. I think I should come off the ice. This is not good. Like it's going to hit me in the gut and it's not going to be pretty. Like, yeah. This is like, it's either going to happen on the ice or it's going to happen in the bathroom. But one of the, it's like, I'd rather <laughs> happen in the bathroom where it's supposed to happen. But yeah, that was, that was, that was my gross story. Um, but um, do you girls have any questions for me? Um, I, I guess I told you guys to line up a few. I'll be brutally honest with you. Tell, you know, tell us about your tendy. Um, any questions for me? Yeah, I, I got a, I got a, would you rather question for you? Okay. Okay. So. Would you rather be be attacked by every single dog you see? Like when they see you, they just go crazy and attack you. Or would you rather be attacked by every bird you see? They just go crazy and attack you. And why? Wait, does this come from Brooke's tweet? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> I really never thought about being attacked by birds. <laughs> like, um, definitely the birds. I'll go with the birds because I feel like I can cover my face. You know, I can, I can, I can cover, ugh, dude, that's tough, dude, because between the legs of dog, it's tough. Oh, see, I see, I would go with the dog because somebody's typically responsible for a dog, but that's birds true. have no, no responsibility. They don't care. They just, they don't care about you. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'd rather get attacked by the dogs. I feel like, no, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't want to hit a dog. I'll hit a bird. No, I'll go birds. I'll hit a bird. I won't hit a dog. <laughs> there, that, okay. That's a good. Yeah. Okay. Hit, that's a good on that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Katie, you're up. Uh, I'll go with a, would you rather one? Would you okay. rather have feet for hands or <laughs> feet? Wait, what was the second part? Would you rather have feet for hands or hands for feet? I think I think I figured out why we're weird. Um, um, I think I'll say hands for feet. Okay. I I, don't, I can't I can't I mean, their their toes are so small. They're like, how are you supposed to grip things? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a bad monkeys thing. do it all the time. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's true. I don't want to learn that though. Like I'm I'm I, I'd rather learn how to walk on my hands than you know pick things up with my feet. Hold on. That makes sense. All right. Hold, hold on. He's thinking about it right now. Yeah, he, he's testing it out. Yeah, like you use both feet. You got to do it with one foot. I can't do that. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll try it with one foot. Now you got to take my sock off. Then you guys got to see my feet. Well, we don't need to see that. I can't. He's <laughs> trying it. Yeah, no. Almost. Hands for feet. Hands for feet. 100% hands for feet. All right. Final answer. Go. Kelsey. Okay, hold on. I got to I want to get a good one. She was How are you not prepared for this? You knew like an hour before. I was, I was doing progress reports. They're due tomorrow. <laughs> They're due tomorrow, guys. <laughs> got to get those in. Okay. Would you rather have super sensitive taste or super sensitive hearing? That's not fair. I said, life's not fair. Um, That's such a teacher comment. Yeah. <laughs> teacher. Um, 
super <sighs> I love food. Would you like me to change it? Because I just found another really good one. All right, let's change it. Yeah, I don't, I'll pass. Because you're, to... you're real. I can see the steam coming out. Yeah, okay. I don't, I, I think too hard. I gotta, yeah, definitely uh, give me something else. Would you rather never lose your phone again or never lose your keys again? Mm, never lose my phone again, because if I lose my keys, I could always like call somebody for a ride. Valid. valid what if no one wants to pick you up though are you saying i have no friends no you have lots of friends i'm just saying like I mean, what if that, what if they're all busy waiting that nobody wants to come pick me up if i'm stranded that's well, like no like no i mean like what if i'm teaching like you contact hey, me would i'm teaching me up I, if I called leave. you for a ride i would pick you up if you called me for a ride and i'm not teaching I mean, you're insinuating you're insinuating that you wouldn't though you just said that what if nobody wants to come pick you up i said what if i was teaching that's crap no that's a that's a cop out no, that's crap. No, <laughs> Middle of the day on a, on a Monday, he's going to call me for a ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm never calling you for a ride because you're probably on something. Yeah, I'll be there in 20 minutes. You're going to continue to do what you're doing for the next three hours. That's not true at all. All right, Carly, you're back up. Oh, uh, here we go. Um, no, wait, come back around to me. I had one. It was good, but come back around. <laughs> Katie, you're up. What's your go-to chirp? You just had oh, a your mom loves the when, when when somebody makes fun of my hair because uh, obviously I have it up right now. But somebody says something that's like, "Oh, nice ponytail." It's like, "Yeah, your mom loves yanking on my ponytail." <laughs> always go to, my always go to. The other one I won't say. It's not very appropriate, so I won't I won't say it. But uh, that 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 one's my go-to. Yeah, your mom loves yanking on my ponytail. It's a good one. I, was, I used it. I, I actually used it right before before COVID hit too. Uh, started a little scrum in front of the nut. I didn't start. Scrum started in front of the nut. Um, it was like a wraparound opportunity, and I went paddle down, stopped it, covered it, and then he got pushed on top of me, and I, you know, gave him the business with my blocker, and um, he looks at me. He's like, "Nice ponytail, douchebag." I'm like, "Your mom loves pulling on my ponytail, douchebag." There you go. Yeah, it's, that's my chirping. You know, there's other things I'll say too, but aren't very radio appropriate. So we'll keep it at that. All right, Kelsey, you're up. Okay, I got another would you rather. I mean, these are easy, man. You guys aren't really trying to like, you know, ask me anything embarrassing. I, th- I think we have more fun answering the questions than we do asking. <laughs> okay. Who's the, smelly, who's the smelliest pooper? We don't know. We're all in our own rooms. Yeah, we are. That is true. I haven't smelled um, anybody else's. <laughs> like, can only smell our own. Um, would you rather be alone for the rest of your life or always surrounded by annoying people? Oh, yeah. I don't mind. I probably. Uh. <laughs> See, I'm such a cynic, too, because I like I, I love like criticizing annoying people, whether it's to myself or anybody else. But I do love being like by myself sometimes. Like, I love just, I, like, I'm not going to lie. After this, I'm going to turn on Amazon Prime, pop a movie in, hang out. Can I have my dog with me? I don't know, guys. Should we let him have his dog with him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. alone. Okay, I'm, we'll let you. Alone. I'm alone. Me and my dog, we're good. Me and the dog, me, me, me and Dom the dog, we're good. Um, you the dog and Cully. No. <laughs> no 
I can't. I, I I love Cully to death, but if I have to get another argument with him that lasts till two o'clock in the morning about a goal that Carter Hutton let in, I just I'll, I'll lose my mind. No, no, thank you. <laughs> love Cully to death, but <laughs> I could not go my entire life. He's the co-host of my show, and I love the kid to death, but I could never in a million years have that be the only guy I stuck with. I'd kill him. I would kill him, hundred percent. Um, and there's a question. If you, you know, if you could get stuck with anybody, anybody on the planet, you're stuck, you're stuck with them for the rest of your life. Anybody in the planet, who do you want to get stuck with? And who don't you want to get stuck with? We'll start with Kelsey. Like, I feel like we're supposed to say our significant other. No, 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 no. Significant other, significant other. Like, I don't, can't I don't want, can't count, can't count. I don't want to get in trouble if I don't say him. Uh, I, I'll, I'll, significant others can't count. Okay, significant others aside. Um, I can only pick one. I can't pick both of them. No, it has to be one. Shit, okay. If I can't pick both of them, I would say... Anybody in the world. Oh, I know. Probably Lev, the goalie for the Whitecaps. That's so lame. Come on. Anybody in the world. Yeah, she's literally. like one of my best friends, and I'll you be could, like hang out with Leonardo DiCaprio, or you or could be actually, like hanging out actually, with. Wait, no, no, wait, I take that back. Carrie Price. Carrie Price. What if you don't yeah. like him? <laughs> that, that that that's a catch twenty two because yeah, you idolize this person, but you've never met him. What if you don't like him? Then you're screwed. True. Okay, you guys are really making me question my life choices right now. Um, actually, no. Mark Andre Fleury. He seems like he's a fun guy to hang out with. Yeah, so then it's, yeah, we'll go with that. That would be my, my pick. All right, Carly, you're up. Um, well, I mean, like, kind of a generic answer, I guess. I'd probably choose, like, my one of my parents, <laughs> but. I'm over here. And, like, you, know. <laughs> you know, like, outside <laughs> of parents, um, probably, like, Shakira. <laughs> I like that answer. I love that. Or answer. maybe Rihanna. Like <laughs> I like Shakira. She seems like she'd be a lot of fun to hang out with. Plus, I like crush on her hard. So, mm-hmm. yeah, put me on an island with Shakira. I'll, I'll shoot my shot. I'll always have to be able to shoot my shot because it's just me and her. Yeah. Exactly. Your only option. Also, maybe do you do you guys know Sarah Paulson? Yeah, I know Sarah Paulson. Yeah, I, yeah, I know Sarah Paulson also. <laughs> Right. We're not really good at picking one thing, if you haven't noticed. Uh, you're definitely not. Katie, how about you? I think I'm going with uh, Justin Bieber. Oh. Just, you know. <laughs> just I like the Biebs, too. He's cool. He's confident. He can serenade her to sleep. If, if, yeah. you, if, you go, if you go on the Twitter, the Twitter handle for the God Twitter handle, he has one, he follows one person, and it is, it, it is in fact, Justin Bieber. That's why. He has like millions and millions of followers and he follows one person and it's Justin Bieber. I made the right cool. I thought it was the fun. I, I always thought it was the funniest thing in the world for me. Um, that is a, that's a tough call for me. Um, any, any person in the world. Um, it's tough. I, I will, I would want to say Denzel Washington. Mm. Because okay. I think that guy is just we be a blast to talk to all the time, and he's not too old. Like I, I think I think when it comes to like you know obviously just like you know just somebody that you're gonna relate to and talk to and just have that be the only reason why. 
I, I would say Morgan Freeman too, because I think Morgan Freeman just seems like so you can narrate your life. You like literally do the, the guy has never <laughs> been in a bad movie. Same thing with Tom Hanks guys, never been in a bad movie. Just seemed like outstanding human beings. Like, like, like if you, if you read the paper tomorrow and um, you know, the headline wrote, somebody punched Tom Hanks in the, or, or not uh, here, a nun punched Tom Hanks in the face. My first question is what did that nun do? Or no, no, Tom, no, I'm sorry. Tom Hanks punches nun in the face. My first question is, what did that nun do to Tom Hanks? Because it was Tom <laughs> Hanks. Like, that's that's why, like, you know, I would love to, like, hang out with Tom, guys like Tom Hanks, Denzel Washington, Morgan Freeman. Um, but if I had my choice, Will Smith. Absolutely Will Smith. Good pick. 100% Will Smith, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> One of the greatest 90s sitcoms of all time. And now if we're talking, like, like you know, a female – Hundred uh, percent, Danielle Fischel, Topanga Lawrence from Boy Meets World, thousand times over, like my one and only crush. I, you know she's been dodging me for years. Absolutely, Topanga Lawrence, without a doubt. You girls might be too young to know what Boy Meets World was, but Kelsey, I own all the seasons. So do I. All on DVD. Also, speaking of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, there's a thing um, for students called Go Noodle, and like. They watch videos and it gives them like dance moves and stuff. And the Fresh Prince of Bel Air theme song was one of them. So I put it on for them the one day. Yeah, the kids think that it's from the 60s. Born and raised. Yeah, no, the kids think the Fresh Prince of Bel Air happened in the 60s because of the clothes. I was going to sing and you just ruined, you just interrupted me. I'm sorry, you can sing now. Damn. Oh, it's you ruined the moment. You completely ruined the moment. I'm here to crush um, I feel like this hasn't even been like an interview. This has just been like a conversation. We've been right here, sit here, shooting the shit, having fun. Um, one question though get, that did come from Ty B for you guys was, if you could go back and speak to your former self as a kid when you first started playing playing the position, what would you tell yourself then that you've learned up until now? We'll start with Kelsey. Um, honestly, I think I would tell my younger self to always make sure you're giving your best no matter if it's on the ice off the ice and enjoy every moment and just live in the moment not worry about the future all right we'll go we'll, we'll uh, pump it over to katie um i would say don't forget to have fun obviously you know i had fun throughout the years but i think there were definitely times where i kind of got too hard on myself and focused in on one thing too much comes um with, comes with the position yeah so i think definitely don't forget to have more fun have fun all the time. And Carly, CJ, tough mustard. Yeah. Hold the mustard. <laughs> Put more mustard on your food. Um, <laughs> and uh, have fun with your homies. I think, you know, I think you guys kind of nailed that. It's it's easy to get lost in the pressure, I think, sometimes, especially as you're coming up. But um, you meet a lot of special people along the way, and it's important to, to be thankful for them and be thankful for where you're at. So that's what I would tell my younger self. For me, um, I was a late bloomer uh, when I started playing the position. I started playing until I was 12. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of grew up in two different homes going back and forth between parents. You know, they divorced when I was young. Um, so what I would tell myself, I think, would be to, um, you know, don't take it too seriously. Because, again, like I used to get really hard on myself. My dad was like my toughest critic. I never played the position in his life, but somehow he knew everything about it. And, you know, that was the thing. That was the thing. If you had a good game or a bad game, you'd get in the car on the drive home and he would get, just go right in on what, whatever it is you did wrong or what you should have did better. It was never for him. You know, he was supportive. It was never like, 
what you did right. It was always what you did wrong. So I think if I could talk to myself, I was like, you know, don't take everything too seriously. What people say, you know, and just have more fun with it. And, uh, you know, I, I look back at it and I, it's so true. The position of goalie, um, it's so such a different, we're such a different breed than, than, than forwards and defensemen. because the thing is when we have a bad game or we let in a bad goal, we're, like, I, I believe it was Katie, was it Katie You're on an Island by yourself? Who said that? Which one of you? I think that was Katie. Katie. Yeah. 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 Okay. We'll go with that. You're on an Island by yourself and, you know, people are celebrating around you. You know, there's a, there's a buzzer going off. Maybe there's a red light, a siren going behind you. And you're kind of there like alone with your thoughts and you're, 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 you're your own, like you're, you're kind of there by yourself to pump yourself back up. You know, maybe you look to the bench, hopefully a look of reassurance from your coach. Maybe they say, you know, Hey, don't worry about it. Um, things will be okay. You know, but you don't always get that. A player has a bad shift, even if it leads to a goal or not, you can go back to the bench. You get your tires pumped back up by either your coach or your teammates, get right back out there and might have a better shift. Us. It's so much different. So much. Well, we, are, we, we are our, like our, our own best teammate. Almost. We have to pump ourselves back up. And I think that is again, why it makes the position so much more difficult because you know, again, you're out there on an Island by yourself. And you know, if you can't get yourself back into that mindset where, you know, just focus on the next shot, it's just a downhill spiral. You know, I don't know if you girls have right. been through that. It sucks. It's, it sucks. I always think of that. Like, uh, um, you know, you, you, again, you girls are, you know, 22 years old. I mean, I remember the Patrick, the infamous last game Patrick Waugh ever played with the Montreal Canadians, but his coach left him out on there on an Island when he was having a bad game when he should have yanked them. And I think finally he yanked them after like eight or nine, it was like seven, eight or nine goals, finally yanked them. And Lily went to his coach, like, I'll never play for you again. Like, I'll, I'll never play for this organization again. Even told the owner who was sitting right behind the bench, I will never play for your organization again. I think he was traded not too long after that. Kelsey, I don't know if you know, you might be able to correct me on that. But, uh, old. what? Like I, I said, I'm not that old, but yeah, like, I remember You're that. Like three years like, younger than me. Like, come on. Thank you. <laughs> Well, I, re- I remember like that, but also yeah. like Carey Price had a similar situation. He didn't go and say like he wanted to be traded right then and there, but they left him in there for a game and he kind of did the same, like Patrick Law threw her hands in the air. Like, what do you, like, what are you guys doing to me? You know, like, you know, you'll get me out of here. Like, this, this is not I mean, like- I think like, yeah, as goalies, we're on an island, but for us, and they'll correct me if I'm wrong, I think we're in a unique situation with the three of us where if CJ gives up a goal that she wants back, Katie and I are right there. Like Katie's right there on the bench. I'm right there, right next to the bench. Like we're trying to pump her tires as much as we can, whether she can actually hear us or not. Cause the arena here is pretty loud is a different story, but Feel we're legit sitting there. Yeah. She feels it. We're legit sitting there. We're trying to pump her tires back up and letting her know, like, she's got this, like, and I know I've talked to her between periods and during be like before pregame skates and stuff, we've done some video and I always make sure she knows like, Hey, yeah, it, you might've wanted that one back, but look, you went back and you made that next save and we all cheer even louder when you make that save right after the goal. That's so awesome. yeah. it's a unique situation that I don't know that a lot of teams can say that they have three goalies that support each other as much as we do. And that the team has trust in as much as they do in the three of us. I, I, again, that's a very unique situation to have, you know, it's very rare that you have a three goal, three goalie system where, you know, obviously you have the horse and CJ over there in the top left corner. Um, 
she has the full support of her other goalie uh, goalie partners. And you don't always get that. I didn't always have that growing up, you know, playing high school and, you know, junior college. Like I was a competitor. I want to be in the net. And I wasn't the guy that was necessarily like ever, you know, rooting for my goalie partner to do bad, but there was always that pressure. And it was more instilled by the coaching staff. And I think that's true. And maybe girls can, you know, I, I really think that there needs to be more goalie. I think more head coaches need to go, you know, learn more about being a goalie coach because it's different to coach a goalie than it is a player or a defenseman. It's so much different. It's a different mentally. It's a different beast. And if you don't know how to handle your goalies mentally, you know, if you, or I'll rephrase it. If you know how to handle your goalies mentally, you're doing your team a huge, huge, huge service. And I think anybody would agree with that. Um, Well, and I think our coaches, like, I mean, I was on the team last year, so I had Pete and Rhea last year also. And I think it's been a, tremendous improvement as far as communicating with the goalies like they definitely communicated with us last year we did have somewhat of a goalie coach and there was communication here and there but this year I think all three of us came in no like Pete let us all know before the season started when we signed like what our roles were kind of going to be and then we I know we had a talk a few weeks before we came to Lake Placid about the actual roles for each of us and things like that and the coaches have been really great as far as like making sure, like, are we okay? What's going on in our heads, things like that. And I know they might not talk with these two a lot, but I know that they've asked me like, how are they feeling at like a pregame skate or how are they like, are they feeling confident? Are they both ready? That kind of stuff. So like, it's nice that they're actually checking in and they're wanting to know and they're seeing how much support we give each other. And they're giving us that much support right back. And that's huge because again, you don't always get that with your coaches. I, again, that's something I didn't have growing up. And I look back, I look, you know, I went to a USA hockey goaltending coaching clinic and the things I even learned there just to be a coach, things I just didn't even realize, you know, that were even part, a part of the position and coaching the position going forward. Like, I'm not going to lie. You know, this was years ago. I had no clue what an RVH was or a VH when I went to this clinic and I've been playing. Don't worry. We're going to have some more clinics coming out for just, goalie coaching specifics that's me yeah it's giving you the usa was, hockey inside it was there. wild when it will be after the bubble if you say that to a head coach i guarantee you five out of every 10 head coaches have no clue what an rvh or a vh is when you're talking goalie talk they have no mm-hmm. clue you know you know at, at all and i think that's again that's something that coaches head coaches should be doing you should be going to these clinics you should be learning about the position it should be more than just coming out and cutting down your angle were you out far enough or do you not to stop that shot you know that that's really what it for me at least growing up that's what it really came down to for head coaches like was he out of his net was he sitting been that's not all it is you know sometimes there, there's a time to be aggressive there's time to sit back and head coaches don't really know know those certain things and I think that would go such a long way for most teams if head coaches really took the time to learn about the position and go to these clinics and learn these things and again, right. again it sounds like you guys have a real good grasp on that and the head, you know and you said your head coach you really kind of puts a lot of faith in Kelsey too it seems to really make sure that you girls are mentally and physically ready for every single every single game well and I think like that also yeah, it would be nice, especially in youth hockey for, oh, and I have to, and I'm saying this also because I'm part of like the USA hockey goalie coaching stuff, but it would be nice to have more, especially youth hockey coaches coming to those clinics and things like that. But at our level, having goalie partners like we do, it makes it that much easier because 
yeah, our head coach might not know what an RVH is or VH or what we're doing, but he's put a lot of faith in us and has said like, Hey, what are some things that you guys want to work on? And we'll sit down as a trio and we're like, okay, we need to work on out of the corner stuff. Let's come up with a drill together. But then when we're struggling with something, we can also like stop and talk to each other and say, okay, like, here's what I'm seeing this, maybe try this, maybe try that and things like that. So for our level, having goalie partners that you can also talk to is also like a huge, like, I don't even know what to say. Like it's, it's huge because I know you've met, you've made the comment, like, it's not always like that where a three, you get three goalie partners that are like, yeah, let's go on a podcast and bathrobes together. Like here we are. I wish I would have um, done the dress code. I would have gotten my bathrobe. I mean, <laughs> there you go. But my, mine's, mean, not I, as, mine's not mine's not as nice as your guys. Mine's like ten years old and really disgusting. We just we just got these when we got here. Um, like, can you hook a, hook a brother up? I asked Kelsey for a jersey for the for the studio, but you know she she shouldn't give me. You know, Carly, in any, any shot we can get a game worn jersey at some point up here in the studio. We have to buy our own game worn jerseys. I'll give you one when I get one. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. But um, you know, at, least, at least she didn't say no. She said, "Yeah, you'll get one." I told I get you, one. my They're family cool. has claimed them all. It's oh, not like yeah. I'm like hoarding them, but my family's yeah, yeah. trying to trying 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 to put trying to put Kelsey Newman on the on the prestigious two goalies one Mike Wall. We're actually, I'm actually moving the studio soon to a whole different part of the house. I'm actually nicer part of the house, but trying to get Kelsey Newman's hardware somewhere, somewhere on the wall. She's like, nah, yeah, I'm too good for that. Like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want my jersey anywhere near that. So if I can get tough mustard, hold the mustard. That's a complete lie. If I I can get tough mustard, hold hold the mustard in the studio somewhere. I'd really appreciate it. Or are those Hoshik or Patrick Wong? Either jersey. I'll take, I'll take what I can get. We'll get you a practice jersey. We'll put all of our names on it. I got a cricket machine. I can put all of our names on it. Mom, mom, you just said I have a cricket machine. You are I'm now a teacher. Mom. I'm a teacher. Yeah, you know no, much, mom. You know how much crap I have to make for like, you know, those goalie masks that my kids decorated for the door? Yeah, cricket machine. Katie, do you have a cricket machine? Can't say I do. Carly, do you have a cricket machine? I mean, they're I not know what a cricket machine is. They're not teachers, so I would hope that they don't have cricket machines. I never saw my teacher using a cricket machine in the middle of class. I'll say that. Okay, well, that's also because cricket machines weren't around when you were in school. Wow, okay. Wow. (laughs) Like, they're new. Again, four years difference. Four years. Mine sits in my classroom. 2010. Mine sits in my classroom, so I've used it one time, and it was to make goalie masks for my students. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't even know I, how to actually have, use it. I have a few last questions from uh, from the peanut gallery of the two goalies, one Mike uh, crew. Um, Ty B wants to know if you could e-bug and beat one team in the NHL, who would it be? Ooh. I'm gonna let one of them go first. So I would e-bug and then you beat, beat the, the team of my choice? You would be David Ayers. E-bug and then e-bug beat that. the Montreal Canadiens. That's what I was going to say. Let's go. I was, I was not going to say that. <laughs> who are you e-bugging for, Katie? Who are you e-bugging and beating, Katie? And what team are you doing it for? There's, there's the question. What team are you Yeah, CJ, which for team are you e-bugging for? You, you I, think, I think if you go against Montreal, you have to go with the Leafs, you know? 
it just kind of okay like, well that's because you're canadian so let's see what the boston ruins and yeah you get both sides of the hatred with these two. Oh wait is carly admittedly telling us that she's a leafs fan I'm actually a St. Louis fan, but like I like the Leafs too. I like the Leafs we too. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't put up with that bullshit. Two goals. <laughs> okay. There's no Leafs love in this family, none whatsoever. So, you're a St. Louis fan. We'll keep it at that. All right, all right. Kelsey. Um, I would have to say that I would have to beat either the Bruins or the Penguins. Sorry, Katie. And what team uh, are you? What team? What team are you bugging for? I'm e-bugging for the Red Wings. I like or that. the Hurricanes. I like that answer. I, I, I've always loved Detroit. I love that. I miss the old Detroit Colorado rivalry that was always like part of my childhood growing up, seeing all the travel go between those two teams. That was always a lot of fun to watch. All right, Holy my face. last my last two questions. When you get out of the bubble, hopefully as Isabel Cup champions, what is the first thing you're gonna do? We'll start with Kelsey. We start with Kelsey. <laughs> um, the first thing I'm gonna do. Yeah, for get out of the bubble. What do you do after I get off the bus? Hopefully, take a shower. Um, Lame actually, no, probably go and celebrate with the team somewhere. I don't think bars are open in Buffalo, so probably at someone's house. Probably go celebrate. Go celebrate. Are they now? Well, they probably won't let us all in. Let's be real. Some buyers at four, are at 45% capacity. Um, with actually speaking of which, be sure everybody listening to visit 700 Military Road Froth Brewery. I just got done finishing one of their, uh, their my favorite flavor, the raspberry banana marshmallow. Delicious. Make sure you get there. Get a, uh, get a four pack. Uh, unbelievable. Worth every penny. But follow them on Instagram, Froth Breweries, at Froth Breweries. Um, when they drop a new flavor, be sure to get there as quickly as you can. 700 Military Road in Buffalo, New York, because uh, they have some outstanding flavors there. They just dropped their newest Bills flavor, the red, white, and blue can. Just had it for the first time during, unfortunately, a Bills AFC Championship loss. Um, but it was delicious. It made the loss a little bit less painful. So at Froth Brewery, 700 Military Road in Buffalo, New York, get there. Um, Katie flag swag the flag swag swagger flagger what are you doing first as soon as you get out of the bubble um probably also celebrating but i probably would go to chipotle first i think that's gonna be my first place <laughs> hoping that it's open that home. <laughs> hold on you're gonna get home to buffalo new york I don't, <laughs> literally literally we are known for how great our food is like literally that's like people think food and then snow I, I unjustfully, honestly, you know, even though we're getting shit on right now, unjustfully, that's all well, the, the two things people think of are food and snow. And you're telling me you're going to go to Chipotle. I haven't experienced the food. The restaurants have been closed. You, that's why you should be excited. That's why you should be excited. Like you should be excited. Right, I'll go to the restaurant you, should, you should be calling up Dwayne from two Coles. I'm like, Hey, in <laughs> Buffalo, where are we going? Where, okay. where are you buying? I was going to say, can you just meet where Isabel, with, like, Isabel cup champions. Yep. Where are we going? Where am I getting my wings? Where am I getting my pizza? Like, not this Chipotle crap. That's that is garbage. That is a trash answer. Dwayne, I think I think if we win, I feel like you should meet the bus at Northtown Center with like wings and stuff for us. If you guys win, I will do that. Okay, that's my plan then. That's my plan. That's my answer. 
That's confidence. I hear that's a lot of that's a lot of pressure on the first round pick there. A lot of pressure. We have faith in her. Wings Honestly, are on the line. Wings are on the line now, Carly. Can you handle that? Now that now that the wings not not even just the Isabel Cup, but the weight like wings, chicken wings are on well, the line. I do love chicken wings. So, you know, it's just another big positive, you know, a little bit extra motivation there. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, what are you doing first thing when you get out of the bubble? Um, honestly, I'm probably going to make some hot dogs for all the beats. <laughs> I love hot I dogs. I tried to bring you hot dogs. I tried. <laughs> I still got some Have you had a Salem's hot dog? Uh, I don't think so. But oh, it, I, you have not experienced hot dogs unless you had a Salem's hot dog. Okay, so he's going to bring us hot dogs? Weber's mustard. <laughs> Weber with Weber's mustard. Heinz ketchup. Some relish. Oh, my God. It's to die for. CJ, I right. told you I would have put hot dogs in the care package if I knew how to keep them cold. <laughs> I mean, that's great. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming outside of Kelsey, you two have not experienced Buffalo cuisine yet. I have not, unfortunately. Oh, my God. Sad. Yeah. Well, again, when you guys get out of the bubble, call your call your boy, two goalies, one Mike, at DwayneS39, at two goalies, one Mike. You have the information. Get at me. I will make sure that chicken wings are on tap if you if you girls bring home to Buffalo the Isabel Cup. Uh, you can hold me to that. I will be at Northtown Center. You let me know the time and place. As long as it's not like three in the morning, I'm not. It probably will be. It, <laughs> that sucks to suck. Then, but it's, so, it would be on a Friday. I work on Fridays, so. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. If you guys, you know, again, if you guys get here, get in at a decent time, I will be there with chicken wings. I promise you um, enough for the whole team. I, pro- I, that is a promise from me to you. Um, but with that being said, I couldn't thank you guys enough for giving me your time. I know I kept you a little bit longer than I uh, originally planned. I know we've been joking around. It's been very kind of off the cuff here, shooting from the hip, kind of just, you know, casual conversation, kind of unlike most of our other episodes, but I've had a lot of fun here today. Um, and I know our, our listeners will like this too. And our viewers, cause this will be streamed live at some point, uh, in the next day. Right. They're going to love our bathrobes. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> all right. Um, actually here's one last question. If you could give each other a nickname, what it would be. I'm afraid for their answers. You, you girls got to give Kelsey a nickname. What is it? Can't say Remember, I gave you care packages. <laughs> My caretaker. My caretaker. <laughs> she's not wrong. She's there, there, not wrong. You, 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 we you text, she texts her. That's the one. She's like, what time's dinner? Can That's the one. <laughs> My caretaker. <laughs> My caretaker. Kelsey, what, uh, what's Carly's nickname? Oh, That's tough. I got. I got to think. That's a hard one to like answer on the spot. It has to. It has to be something with like, just like the bubbly personality because like she's always energetic and like always ready to go. Katie's the energizer bunny. Just from knowing her for the hour, I'd be calling her farts. (laughs) Farts. What's up, farts? Hey, I haven't farted. Okay, we're gonna go with that one. We're gonna. We're gonna go with it. We got farts and energizer bunny. Farts and Energizer Bunny. All right. Uh, Katie. Flag swag. Yes, flag got swag. Kids got swag. All aspects of life. Fire, caretaker, farts, and flag swag. That's that's exhilarating. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, guys, thanks for uh, joining me today. I appreciate it. We got the Sabres pregame show coming up. 
Um, so I got to get ready for that and uh, let my dog in that uh, because of you three has been outside now for over an hour. Sure, he's hungry and wants to come in. Yeah, it's all because of you. You should feel bad. No, he's living the dream out there. We want the dog in. We love, we love dogs. <laughs> you guys want to meet him? Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. You give me a second. You guys can meet Don's dog. It's a husky. It's a husky, yeah. And it, it's a really It's a cute. husky. Um... I got to pet the huskies that are at the hotel today. They were in the elevator with me. Really? Wow. Them. That's awesome. Yeah. The guy was like, because I had the, it was after breakfast. So, of course, they like smelt the bacon. I was like, can I pet him? And he was like, I guess. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. And you bring the dog no. to the Oh he's covered in shit. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Oh my god. Say go the goalie gang. Mm -hmm. There they are. Can can he come when you bring us wings? Yeah, absolutely. He comes with me everywhere. Yeah. That's awesome. But again, thanks guys for you guys. You got to meet the team mascot here, two goalies, one mic. Uh thanks for giving me your time. Um, this has been a lot of fun. This is one of my more favorite episodes because uh, very off the cuff, not professional, just talking. Three goalie, four goalies talking. One washed up and three professionals. I love it. You're not uh, going to use your that? ending line? Huh? You're not going to go with your ending line? What's my ending line? The one that you texted. Look back in your text messages. Which or, what You texted it in the two, uh, the podcast group chat i think oh okay hold on hold on so i told you there's a lot of messages that happen yeah, there is or it might have been in our group chat i think yeah, it was our chat. our goalie our goalie gang group chat all right <laughs> i don't know what you guys are talking about <laughs> Under where I said, nah, we're good. Nah, we're good. Uh, three goalies, one <laughs> life. Four goalies, one life, one love, one art. Uh, absolutely episode. <laughs> so, guys, that that is oh, how that is a great my, story my episode ended with Coley doing that. Coley was like, we had no idea what he was talking about the whole time. And he legit was great. like, this it has been great. a fantastic. He'll kill, me. He'll kill me for telling this story. He'll kill us for telling the story. But I was in the middle of a sentence and he just cut me off. and goes, I just got to say three, three goalies, goalies, one, one life, one, one heart. Oh <laughs> it was the most random thing in the world. He'll, he'll make fun of himself for saying it too. He has, but uh, That's awesome. I, love, I love him to death, but it was an epic line. Um, <laughs> Out of nowhere, came out. Of it was nowhere. literally out of nowhere, absolutely Hall of Fame. Um, but guys, again, thanks for uh, coming on with me. I appreciate it. Um, glad we can get on. I would actually, I wouldn't mind if you guys get some time again here. You know, you get a few more games, and if you have another, you know, some downtime, getting you guys on again. Um, you know, something a little more formal, and obviously, uh, we're a little more prepared for that. You know, Kelsey gave me the gave me the the, the the green light only a couple hours before, so not much prep time could be done for this. But I thought we had a good time, and uh, I mean, glad you guys. Sometimes that's the best. Yeah, I like to shoot from the hip. Um, I'm I I don't like I don't like a rundown. I don't like a script. I just kind of like the let the let things flow as they may. 
But um, Dom is getting anxious here. He's been outside freezing his butt off because of you three. Uh, He's a husky. He likes it in the snow. <laughs> I know, I know. But um, with that being said, thanks, guys. And again, this has been episode uh, 47 of Two Goalies, One Mike, uh, brought to you by Froth Brewery. Uh, make sure you get there, 700 Military Road in Buffalo, New York. Get some froth today. And thanks again, girls. Uh, we will see you next week. Thanks, Dwayne.
Everywhere the imagination dares, it's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker. It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests. Blue Hotel Hotline. At every episode, climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September twenty third. I'm Matt Cundell, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.